Like rain on your wedding day, like a free ride when you've already paid, like the good advice that you just didn't take. Isn't it, yes, ironic? Alanis Morissette gave us a catchy tune in the mid-90s and a few examples of, guess, irony. But she missed the big one, which would have been right under her nose, presuming she was at Mass on the 31st Sunday of Ordinary Time, right here. Zacchaeus and his search for the living God, while at the very same time, the living God was searching for him. The greatest of ironies. Zacchaeus, of course, is a chief tax collector, described as being rich, because he was at this for a long time and been cheating people for a number of years, and short of stature. And so when he learns that Jesus is coming, he famously climbs that tree so that he can see him over the crowd, but thereby put himself in a, well, shall we say, a a vulnerable position considering the dress code of the day. And so as the Lord approaches him, he looks up. He sees Zacchaeus, he calls him by name, and he enters his house. You see, Jesus was searching for Zacchaeus just as much, no more, than Zacchaeus was searching for Jesus. Nice, right? But what does that matter to us? It matters to us because we're in the very same boat. The very same thing is, is happening for each of us. Each of us, whether rich or poor, short or tall, we're in the midst of, of seeking God. Yes, our presence here at Sunday Mass is a great example of that searching, but, but in a thousand different ways each week. Why do you stop in your tracks this week to see that sunset? You're searching for God. Just look at its beauty. Why do you look at that phone each time it, it buzzed a little? You're searching for God. Nope, wasn't him again. And why will so many go out in the cold autumn night tomorrow dressed up for the trick-or-treating? It's not for the candy. It's not for the costumes. When we really dive into it, it it's it's seeking the warm welcome of a benevolent person in their very home. Isn't that another name for our search for God and heaven? We're seeking a taste of God far better than a bite-sized snicker bar. Sometimes, like the beauty of nature or the warm welcome of a neighbor, that search for God is just obvious. Other times, it, like glancing at a phone when you're already in a conversation or, or dressing as a zombie clown witch, it's ridiculous or, or just, just rude. But in seeking God, we are doing what Zacchaeus did when he climbed up that tree. We seek him because of his greatness. And how our hearts are meant for greatness. That's what the Book of Wisdom was about, as Russ just read to us from 
our first reading that, what did he say? Before the Lord, the whole universe is like a grain from a balance or like a drop of morning dew come down upon the earth. Like the song says, he's got the whole world right in his hand. Julian of Norwich, that medieval mystic who received many visions of the Almighty, one of those visions was of a, of a large hand holding a tiny little hazelnut. She said to him, what, what can this be? And his response, it's all I have made. That's how great he is. And the greatness goes on as we read in wisdom that he has created and sustains all that is in the universe. He knows it all. The philosophers tell us that, that there's only one essential being and all else are dependent. What does that basically mean? But if God doesn't will something to exist, it goes out of existence. If God doesn't will someone to exist, poof, gone. But he does. He is that great. Somehow, you feel like you're spinning plates. On... He's not spinning plates as he sustains us in being, but that's how great he is. But, see that line buried in the first reading to show the true greatness. But you have mercy on all. Yes, he sustains all that is. He has created all, and it's so small in comparison. But you have mercy on all. He's got this phenomenal cosmic power. He is this phenomenal cosmic power. But he's willing to become small, entering into that deepest wound, that smallest imperfection in our own lives. He has mercy. He is mercy. And another name for mercy is abiding love. And so it is that as Jesus is seeking Zacchaeus, he's sharing that mercy. Zacchaeus, come down. I am to stay at your house this day. And that changes everything. Zacchaeus, a tax collector who had betrayed his people by working for the Romans, had cheated them stolen and made a good living doing so, now hears that Jesus is coming to his home and that changes everything. What does he say? I will give half of my possessions to the poor. If I have extorted anything and all tax collectors had, I shall repay it four times over. Huh. So Jesus coming into his life completely changed it. What about us? At every Holy Mass, we don't climb a tree, thankfully, but we do ascend, right? We know that our Lord is coming this way. His word is to be proclaimed. He's made most fully present. His body, blood, soul, and divinity here. And as we climb the stairs of this church in order to see him, we even say those words, Lord, I'm not worthy to receive you under under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. What will change in our lives 
this week when we do so.